Just press say hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Circle of Dads, the space for sharing stories about the struggles and triumphs of fatherhood and learning to become better men. So I'm going to back up and try to hit all those at once because yeah. he, he was, there was a lot of stuff that fired yeah. off there. But um, so first of all, the, if you've got a woman that's rubbing your nose in it. Right. Okay. And check yourself. Check yourself. So if it's something you did, if you created such a, a there's such a lack of emotional safety there between you and her, because that's what women want. Yeah. I'm confident. I'm confident enough that I can say that. Yeah. As a fact. Security. That, that women want emotional safety. Absolutely. You know, you can be a big, beautiful man with a giant dick and a great bank account and all this <laughs> wonderful stuff. But if you're just a piece of shit yep. and they're yep. and, and they can't even be themselves around you, yeah. That's how they end up with the dude with the dad bod that you're like, How the hell did that happen? Yeah. It's like well, sure. he, he lets her be herself, man. Yeah. And he's there. And you know, a shoulder yep. to cry on is a dick to ride on. So keep that <laughs> you in said mind. That earlier today. Yeah. If you, um, if your woman is having to go somewhere else to get, yeah, if she's having to cry on somebody else's shoulder because she can't talk to you, sure, whether it is about you or about what's going on in her life, and you are not the guy, if yeah. you, if she is incapable and unable and and does not feel confident that she can come and and just cry on her man's shoulder, yeah. whether it's something you did or not, then there's a huge problem, and the problem is probably you. Yeah. So. It's that's when you have to check in, like, and what kind of emotional ignorance am I walking around with where I'm not even aware? And it doesn't sure. matter if you're just a narcissist or you're codependent or, you know, what you're doing. Whatever the problem is, yeah. Find someone to figure out what it is. And don't go to your buddies because they're going to tell you, man, fuck her. You know, you could do so much better and this and that because they're hearing your story. And I've experienced yeah. that with yeah, friends. Yeah, sure. And, and I've been humbled because I've heard the other side and experienced the other side and been like, dude, that guy was a dick. Well, and if you're predictable in the fact that every time you screw up or every time you do make a bad decision or every time you, you, she allows you the, the free will to go out and make a decision for your family, whether it be in business or whatever it is, you know, a decision maybe to buy a car or whatever that is, um, and you consistently don't, don't accept the responsibility for the decision thereafter, and it was a terrible decision, she's going to develop a, a protective response with you. And if she doesn't, she's a saint. Huh. And, and and you deserve to, do, you know, she deserves much better than you. <laughs> but she's like, now but, I got to take care of everything. Right. I've right. got to be the adult. Right. Well, and, and now I, I can't trust you with anything or, oh, I knew this was going to happen. You know, you might hear something like this. Oh, I knew this was going to happen again. So I went ahead and did this. Right. If you're or, referred to as right. one of the kids, right. like if yeah, there's exactly. two children and she says, yeah, yeah, I've got three kids. I'm yeah. raising three kids. There's yeah. a big problem, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a big issue. And, and I think that that's, that's a perfect example. Now. You know, there probably are situations where, where the woman is, is, is doing things like that. Maybe she, maybe she learned that in her life. Yes. Maybe she learned that in her life and that's the way she interacts. She's a little bit of a diva or she's a little bit overbearing um, or yes, or whatever, lording over, over you, whatever it is, you know? Um, and I hate to say this, man, and this, this may not be great with some of your listening audience. And I think it will, I think it will ring a chord, um, with, with our biological selves, with how we are as beings. The male lion that's in the pride that's overrun by the female lion is a puss. Yeah. 
Okay. And all the other male lions don't respect him. Right. And all the other male lions don't like that female lion either. Okay. That's biological. That's in the natural realm. Okay. It's the way the natural realm works. It's the way nature works. Humans are just another species. Yes, we're the species of, of Homo sapien. We're men and women, but we're still another species on this planet. And when a man is not being a man, and I don't be a macho, we're all born male, mm-hmm. but we become a man. Okay? We become men. We, we, we're all born male, though. And when a man's not being a man, and a woman's not being a woman, the roles get totally messed up. And I don't mean that the man's lording over the woman, and the woman can't do anything, and the woman's pregnant and, or what is it? Uh, uh, she's barefoot, and barefoot pregnant. and pregnant home. That's not the perspective that I have. My wife, my wife has a college degree. She was a teacher. My wife is very involved in our business. Um, she makes a lot of the hard decisions in our household, but ultimately we are different. And when, when, when the woman tries to Lord over the man, you, you are creating a man that's going to be less effective in this world. Yes. And he is going to be less a protector, less a provider, less the man you need him to be. Now, man, guess what you got to do? You got to be the man. That's right. You got to become the man eventually. You got to be becoming the man. You know what I mean? It's a process. Yeah. And that doesn't mean like grow a beard and go get in street fights. Like, no, that doesn't, no. that's not being macho. It's not I mean, deal. it's not even a matter of being alpha and beta. It, no, it's just a matter of, so like one thing is, so to touch on real quick, if, yeah. if your woman is the type of woman that's like rubbing your face in all the time and y'all aren't married, now is the time to do a situation report and figure out, is this how we want to keep on? Yeah, because absolutely. two yeah. things that are happening. Either she has taken on that role and you need to check yourself and figure out why she feels like she has to take on that role. Right, right. Two, she's a ball buster. Yeah. And and I don't care what anybody says. This doesn't have anything to do with That's her personality. toxic ma- uh, That's masculinity her, right, or right, right, or anything right. like that. It's She's a ball buster, just yeah. like a guy's a dick yeah. or a show sure. like this. So you might not want to be with a ball buster, or you might. And if you do, then what's up with yep. that? Why yeah. don't you start doing some work and figure yeah. out what mommy issues you have yeah. and why you want to be with this chick that calls you a piece of shit and why can't you do your homework on time? Well, I mean, you don't have to be a street to figure out. Yeah, I mean, if you're the kind of guy that wants a woman to dominate or lord over him, good. Hey, more power to you. That's just not my thing. They got a whole section of porn for that. Yep. There you have it. That's your thing. And and that's just not my thing. You're you're probably you're going to have a difficult time being a good dad, and you're going to have a difficult time being a good provider, and you're going to have a very difficult time being a good a good husband. And it probably comes from her being in the type of situation growing up around a mom like that that had a. Maybe, for example, had a super overbearing and controlling and abusive, whatever that looked like, father. Sure. So she met Could a be. man yep. that resembles you. Because remember, dads, they're going to marry us. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the type of guy you are is probably going to be the type of guy that she marries. Yeah, my buddy used to say that that two couples coming into marriage, they carry suitcases with them. They carry their baggage. They don't, they don't leave it at the door. Mm-mm. You carry your bags in with you, and whatever baggage you have, you bring into the marriage with you. So you not only bring you as a person and her as a person, guys and ladies, but you also bring all the baggage that comes with you. And at that point, you got to figure it. You got to figure that stuff out. You got to. You and and I'm going to tell you if, if you're if you're dating someone or if you're or if you have a fiance and you think it's going to get better when you get married. Wrong. No, it gets worse. Way worse. It gets worse. <laughs> 
it, it gets worse. You, you better figure that stuff out early and go to counseling and don't be prideful. Get into a good counselor's hands. Listen to the, the, the successful relationships around you. Also recognize that no one's perfect. No. My, my relationship's not been perfect. <clears throat> you know, yours is not. We're, we're not perfect. The only difference is um, we're, we're working on it. We're, 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 I'm actively working on it. You got to be able to have your eyes yeah. on and yeah, exactly. It. It's like, you know, head on a swivel. It was like I was sharing today. I've never had jealousy issues with my wife, but recently <laughs> they popped up yeah. and it's crazy. And I'm looking yeah. at it from the outside in like, what are you stupid? Yeah. And there's no way ever. Yeah. But it is, is, is just a reaction of some work I've been doing on trauma sure. and it's a byproduct of sure. it. And you know, knowing that I can at least say, okay, this isn't me. Right. Right. But, but I continue to work on it. So I could hide my head in the sand and just think, oh, this is how it is and make it her fault. Like she's not trustworthy. Right, right, right. Well, there's nobody more trustworthy in right. this world than my wife. And there's nobody that I trust more than my wife. Sure. So it's an interesting like paradox. Like, well, you know, it's an interesting kind of thing to where I'm kind of watching it from the outside in. Like, dude, shut up, asshole. That's not the truth. You, you know what? Uh, Steve Lawson, Dr. Steve Lawson, who I interviewed uh, several podcasts back on emotional intelligence, yeah, great. said emotions are neutral. They're amoral. Emotions are neutral. Happiness is a neutral emotion, basically, okay? But our emotions are fairly neutral, okay? And you can decide, I'm happy that that guy died. Hmm, that's interesting. Hear that? Yeah. Oh, I'm happy that that guy, I'm happy that that guy's doing better. Th that emotion means two separate things. Right. Right? Man, I'm, you know what? That makes me really angry that that person treated that person that way and, and called them names out there on the street. That's a good anger. That's a righteous anger. That's a good anger. Or I'm angry about the fact that they, that, that they said that about me or whatever, you know, whatever that, you know what I mean? So emotions, are, then we decide how we're going to assign the emotion, what we're, how we're going to tag that emotion mm -hmm. along the way. And so you had to, you had to figure out, you and I were talking about this at lunch. You had to figure out where is that jealousy coming from? Is that, and then you, you figured out, oh, that's not coming from Marty. No. That's coming from where I'm at. That's coming from me, but that could have been coming from her if she had done something to, to cause you to be untrustworthy, which she's or her, never, right. Never. She's never done. So, but you see how that you've got to analytically, analytically think about that a second and you can't just jump on it and say, well, this is the deal, you know, and, and that's, that's how you process this stuff. And it, you know? and then that's taken a ton of work because yeah. my, my go-to was anger. Yeah, Always. sure, sure. Anger, resentment, insecure. That was pretty much how I operated my whole life, you know? Um, a negative, a, neg a net negative balance in relationships. Yeah. Not neutral, not positive, a net negative balance in relationships. Everything was, yeah. they think they're better than me. Yep. They are better than they me. They did they're this to me. me. I'm not good enough, blah, blah, blah. And that led me. I yeah. drank at that. I did drugs sure. at that. I got into relationships with that. And then here's where it comes back around. Yep. I chose relationships yep. based on that core value, not sure. system, but value of myself. Sure. So I would pick people that would basically be just like my mom Yep. or just like, you know, whatever I grew up around. And then when I, what you thought was the normal, what I thought, I what deserved. you thought was, no yeah. And what you thought was kind of your normal, Which, you know? Yeah. And it took forever yeah. for my wife like almost shoving it in me yeah. with a freaking plunger, like shoving love in me. <laughs> yeah. You will fucking accept this. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> like you will take love from me. Yeah. Yeah. And awesome. I couldn't, man. I mean, it was like yeah. a, it was like a, a what is it, a dry sponge. Sure. You just couldn't absorb it. And, and I had to do the work on myself. Yeah. 
And if you're not willing to do the work on yourself, whatever that looks like, if you can get yeah. that from scripture, then awesome. If yeah. you can get that from meditation, counseling, wonderful. What? Yeah. If you can get that from walking quietly every morning, yeah. barefoot in the grass, and that's how you get centered, yep. just try to know there, that there's a reason for everything. There's something yep. way bigger than you. Yeah, absolutely. And just be here to be of service. So like with my wife, you know, uh, I acted ways that I am embarrassed of because yeah. I acted like a guy that I do not want to be. Yeah. And then once I saw it, you know, I had to work through that shame. Sure. And and it's just, but it's constantly working. And and then I was doing some work on it uh, recently, and it. Oh man, I remember thinking like, this sucks. You yeah. Talk about voluntary hardships. Like this. Is, yeah. You know, yeah. you're like getting that yeah. pit in your gut. But I've been taught how to work through that stuff. Yeah. And you know what? There's a lot of people that will just, men and women, that will just turn away from that. Well, what happens is you become emotionally stunted. Yeah. And you don't grow. That's right. So the one thing I cherish the most, you know, besides my daughter, that's just, a, yeah. you, you know, that's, sure. a, that's a blanket statement. I mean, yeah, she's yeah. my daughter. But like my wife is is the one, not possession, but but relationship I cherish the most. It's the one gift you've been given that you value very highly. Very much. Yeah. Very, very much. Yeah. But if I want to continue to keep that, I need to continue to grow. Better man. And it's not because I'm less than now. Right. Or I need to grow to a certain value to be um, equivalent or worthy of her. It is to continue to grow so I can continue to evolve as a man to show up for her how she deserves. Yep. And she she does it on her own end. Yeah. She just does it a lot classier than Sure. I yeah. Well, our wives always do. I mean, I hate to admit that, but and her polishing is mean, just like, beep, beep, and it's, yeah. it's all shining. Yeah. Yours is jackhammer, chisel. Chisels. Yeah. 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 Nasty stuff, you know, parts falling off. Ugly. You know, yeah. It's that, that's kind of, that's kind of the way it is with men, though. I think that, um, uh, that's the way it is in relationships. You know, I, I can remember my wife and I sitting down one time. We were at a barbecue restaurant in Grapevine, Texas. I don't know how many years ago this has been. It's probably been maybe 20 years ago. I don't know. And I was closed off. I was quiet. I, 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 one of the traits, bad traits that I have is that when I get frustrated about something, I just get quiet. And I don't want to articulate about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to deal with it. I just want to push it away. And then normally I kind of forget about it. But then it just kind of continues to build. And, um, uh, she knew that I was closed off. She, she, I would push her away when things would get, when I get a little frustrated with her, I would push her away. I'd push her away. I push her away. And I still do it some, I mean, it's still kind of a personality trait that yeah. I've learned because of the way I was fathered and it's the way protection. I evolved. Yeah, absolutely. It is protection. I just, you know, to say something about it is to be weak and, and to expose yourself about it is to be weak. And, and I assume that someone should automatically know what my need is. And me not have to articulate that. To articulate about it is to accept that they didn't do it on their own. And so we were in a restaurant, and she just looked at me. She said, all right, here's the deal, dude. I can't remember exact words, but it's something like this. You better get it figured out. And you better get it figured out quick. Because I don't like to be treated the way you're treating me, and I don't know why you're treating me this way. I don't know what kind of crap. I think she probably, she may not even say crap. My wife's so proper. But she said, I don't, I don't know what kind of shit you're in a problem you've got, but you better get it figured out. And, um, she's like, I'm not going to live this way. And she wasn't saying she was going to leave me. She was going to say, we're going to fix this. We're going to get better on this. And I just told her, I said, I be honest with you. I said, I think it's because the things I'm going through with the lack of fathering that I had with the lack of, uh, uh, you know, all these different things, but I got to figure that out. 
you know, yeah. you, you can help me through that and be a support to me, but I got to figure that out. And I did get that figured out. You know, we get a very, very deep wound down inside of us that is, is, you know, you, it, it's, it's kind of in, in physical therapy, when we have a wound in the skin, it gets what's called an escar over it. It's a big, black, thick scab. And it looks like that it's healing. But the reality is the scab is so tight and so thick on the surface tension of the wound that nothing new can grow underneath it. And so it just festers underneath it. Mm. And, if you, and the only way that that wound can heal finally is you have to somehow get that scab off. And it's extremely painful because all the sensory nerves are at that layer of skin. And so you do one of two things, as a, one of three things as a PT. You one day go in and you soak it and you make the scab, um, you make the scab uh, kind, of, kind of moist and you gradually just cut it away with scalpel. Or you just pull it off. Or you can use chemicals now we have in the wound care industry where it gradually just eats it away. But one way or another, you got to get down to viable, live biological tissue. And what does that tissue do? do? It bleeds. And then we know there's life there. And that's the way our lives are. And that's the way those wounds are in our lives. I think sometimes we got to get through the scab. We got to get through all that wound. We got to get down to that live, um, uh, fertile ground in our life where we say, okay, this is where I start. This is where I'm going to start. And then we got to work from there and rebuild that, that, that part of our lives. I don't think you ever get rid of that stuff. And I think if you're not careful, you go back to protective mechanisms and you go back to kind of a primal thought line and all these different things that we are instinctual as animals. You know, we, 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 we have instincts that we can rely on. And if we get outside of discipline, we rely on them even, even uh, worse or even, uh, and sometimes good in some ways, those instincts are good. Instincts are good. But I think that you just keep working on it and you'll be a better man for it. So what Missy was getting at was we're going to yank that damn scab off or the banana pudding shows up or you're going to be sleeping your ass on the couch. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and I had slept on the couch a couple of times, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I needed to do some work on me or I was going to be a not so good husband and probably not a, not so good dad. So the, you know, in, in, um, so for me, I'll close off and and I'll distance myself and, and I'll go cold. And I'll kind of, yeah, I know when you do that, I relationship wise, we've had enough discussions. I can tell. Yeah. So something's uh, wrong. That came back. That comes back to just abandonment issues. Yeah. Just, just because, um, of, of, um, and it wasn't even like anybody left me as a kid, but emotionally there was some abandonment. Some Mm -hmm. need was not met enough for the young boy in me. Yep. Right. And so whether that's my dad leaving or whatever, some stories that I shared on the last podcast, sure. whatever it was, we don't get to choose that. I wasn't a six-year-old and be like, right. I wanted, I want to go. Hey, I want be, my dad to be a jerk. Yeah. I want to grow <laughs> up and be a tough guy. Yeah. So we're just going to not ever talk about this shit again Yeah. and see how that yeah. works out. Yeah. You know, but what it was is, is that, that that's how, that's what was operating in me. Sure. And, and that was my operating system. So our operating system, you know, as a child is written, that's when it's written. Our yep. brain waves are big and square. Manual. You know, and, and the kids are a sponge. You've heard that it's because yep. these giant big brain waves, right? And you can just throw everything in there. Yep. And that's where they learn behaviors. As we get older, and please, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but yep. as, as we get older, brain waves get faster and closer together, right? Yep. And so that's harder to make new habits. Right, right. Break old ones. So that's how it was developed when I was a child. And so that's how I operated. All right. And, sure. then, and then if I thought somebody was going to hurt me emotionally, I would close off. 
and I would distance myself. Sure. And the best way to get some, and then what all that is, is I'm going to push you away before you can leave me. Right. Right. And then that gets into the whole yeah. value and self-worth and stuff like that we talked about. So then when I started, uh, I'll never forget when I got sober, you know, I've been sober for was it nine years. It's, it was nine years in February. Years? So two, two Oh nine. Yeah. And, um, the first year I got sober, I'll never forget talking to my ex in the kitchen. Like I was, I mean, I'd never, first of all, it was like, um, a new life. Mm-hmm. I'd sure. never known that before. New existence, a new form of existence. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's kind of like if you, if you quit smoking and, yeah. and you tasted things for the first time, it's like, holy shit, I didn't know this yeah. tasted like this. Everything was new yeah. and vibrant and beautiful. And they call it the pink cloud. And, and I was talking to my wife uh, or my, cool. my, um, my ex about that. And, and she grew up. I mean, you know, she's got her own wounds. Sure, sure. And I just want to preface that she is an amazing mother yeah. and, and an amazing person and someone that I still love. Yeah. And I always will. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, her dad didn't show up the yeah. way he's supposed to. So anyways, I'm talking to her about the stuff and I'm like, you know, and, and for once I wasn't the piece of shit. She couldn't be mad at me anymore. Yeah. You know, I yeah. she didn't have to pick me. She didn't have to go out with our one month old child and yeah. scoop me up off of parking lot because that's where I fell out of my truck and yeah. passed out. And, yeah. Friends called her. It was like, you got to get down and pick up Brian. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, but I'll never, she turned to me and she's like, I'm so sick of talking about your emotions. Shut the fuck up about yeah. it. Like, quit, <laughs> quit talking about your emotions, you fucking pussy. And I was like, <gasps> you know, and instantly just <laughs> closed back up. Sure. That kid showed himself. And when yeah. you open that wound up and put it out in the wind, it hurts when that wind blows yeah, through. Sure. So I closed back up. And then, you know, I met my wife. And very, very slowly that, and I'll just talk about it like this, um, that little boy learned the trust to very, very slowly, inch by inch, show himself and then open himself up. And then through doing the work and going through this process and getting kicked in the teeth and, and, you know, acting an ass. and, And I learned how I could expose myself 100% to her sure, and not, um, fear that she was going to leave me. Yeah. And I've, I've digressed in that some, you know, certain things. Yeah, we always do, but it's never her. It's not her. And that's, what's important for guys to know if they're going through this process, it's not, it's not them unless they do something like just blatant, you know, like shame you for it or whatever. Well, I think that your relationship with Marty was a safe place for you. It's, it's, it's you've had a lot of relationships like that. I think you've got a lot of male friends that that are real quality relationships. Our relationship, you know, I mean, you know, you can come to me with anything and share, sure. and and there's no judgment. There's no, there's no, you know, I'm better than you. There this, you know, what, what I would do is just love on you, put my arms around you, and say, hey, man, I'm here for you. What can I do for you? Hey, and if you said, hey, tell me what I need to do here, I maybe give you some advice or whatever, but but really just be a safe place. Yeah, and I think. What what's so timely for you is at some point in your life when you got clean, your relationships begin to change, and then you met a woman that that could be that safe place for you where you could develop. Now Marty got the bad end of the deal. Let's face it, right? I mean, we <laughs> talked about this, dude. It's truth. I mean, probably my wife too. My wife got the bad end of the deal. Uh, my wife came from a perfect home. I mean, a wonderful home, a pristine home, you know, great parents, you know, they've been together forever. Um, they go, you know, Ward Cleaver, June Cleaver, you know, beautiful, t- kind, yes, classy yes, people. just amazing. And, and Michelle got me, 
you know, and, and I love my mom and I love my stepdad and my mom. I love them, you know, and I, but, but it just, it wasn't that way with me. And so um, I can remember when Michelle and I first met and we were getting very serious and her mom wrote a letter to her saying, basically, I wish we, we can't find this letter, but um, it's somewhere in the house. <laughs> I know it is. And we haven't trashed it. But the letter was, this is not the guy for you. This guy over here is the guy for you. Darren has too much baggage. He has a broken home, a broken family. You know, um, he, you just need to let him go to medical school and do his own thing and try to make something with his life. But this is not the guy for you. And I had to over time. I, di- I didn't prove them wrong to prove them wrong. I had to become who I, ha- who I was going to become. Because they might have been right. Right. Exactly. I had to become who I was going to be. And so I think you, you've had just some really good quality relationships come into your life of men and women to where the Ryan that you really should have been, um, you're developing into. And so that's a constant evolving process with us. You know, as men, it's con- the, the problem I have with most men, and this is where I just say this, this requires some hard hardness, hardship here. And that is you got to stop talking about it and you got to do something about it. Yeah. You got to stop, you know, to be in a men's group and do nothing but talk about all your problems and how your wives are the problems. And, you know, my old lady, this or that, you know, or, or these problems are those problems. And Hey, you know, if it's to be, it's up to me or, or it's my fault. I'm responsible, man. Get, get with the program, man. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just, no. there's a lot of men. There's a whiny man. It's just, oh my gosh. It's just, and that's one thing that like crushing me. I fight with. So like, I'll come to my wife with stuff and then like you open it up too much and then you've never really yeah. talked about it. So then it really comes out and then you're worrying like, am I being a whiny bitch? Yeah. <laughs> but if you've chosen the right woman, yeah. then it's a safe place. Yeah. And she doesn't listen. She doesn't actually, from what I understand, if it's the right woman, I mean, they find that attractive and it, yeah, it, because yeah. it's, you're being vulnerable with them. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you wear all your feelings on your sleeve. Right. I'm a pretty like passionate, transparent guy. Like I'll, yeah, I'll tell sure. you exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. No, really? Yeah. But I'm not going <laughs> to just, you know, talk about the most random, inappropriate shit. Right. With right. People in bathrooms yeah. or, you know, like you're sitting there pissing next to a dude and like, Hey man, so this one time I was molested and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, it's not true. Guy man. runs out of the bathroom. Like, oh, especially oh, looking on, at man. you. Let's talk about our feelings and <laughs> yeah. shit. Where are you come going? Come on, man. <laughs> Pissed on your shoe. Come on, hold my hand yeah. while we're peeing. Yeah. We're taking a piss here. Hold my hand, you know? Hey man, just lean on each other. That's, that's strange. Yeah, that's awkward, pretty awkward right there, so. <laughs> hey, man, we'll transition to something anyways. Yeah. All right, so, you know, well, so just talking about uh, the dynamic of men and all the different things that you can see. And so, like, you start seeing these things. You can start seeing it in others, and that doesn't mean, like, armchair therapy for anybody. But right, like, right. Right. But as you get older in life, you know, as you move along and, and you get sure. the experience and you're in different seasons. And, and for instance, you've raised three women. You've been mm-hmm. in a marriage for 26 uh, years? 20, no, this is our 28th year of marriage. We'll be married 29 years next March. So you should find March that. March 10th. You need to find that letter and frame it. Yeah. And well, give it to your mother-in-law on the 30th. Yeah. No, she's, I tell you, man, my, they know. My, my in-laws, they, they kind of look at me as a son now. My in-laws love me. I have unbelievable in-laws, man. They're just incredible people. But, you know, I'm a jerk still sometimes. I'm, I admit, I'm a jerk still sometimes. I'm selfish sometimes. And I'm, you know, I've got my own issues, my own problems. But I think that, um, you know, we, we men have to be real about their relationships. They have to be real about who we are. You know, none of us have arrived so I don't expect that from another friend either. I don't expect that from another man. I don't expect you have arrived, but do something. 
Be on the path. Yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're sitting on the sidelines, or you're, or if you, if you if you're not even, you know, if you if you want to harvest something and you're not even willing to put your hand to the plow, then then we really don't have anything to talk about. One thing that was explained one mm-hmm. one way that it was told to me early early in sobriety, and uh, you know, because a lot of it's a spiritual yeah, journey, yeah. and and it's and it's and it's just a higher power, which I think is awesome, right? Because no matter where sure. you are, who you believe in, what anger you have with the deity, Absolutely. it's a higher power. Yep, that means a higher power than you. That's right. You are not. That's God. right. That's right. There is a God and you ain't yeah. it. Other yeah. than that, I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, um, I had older guys, my uh, sponsor, yeah. in, in, who's, who's, uh, who's, you know, honestly, uh, who's filled the role as my father. Sure, sure. And, and I've, I had several sponsors and then I ended up with this man. Right. And, uh, you know, I love this guy. Yeah. And and it's funny because he and I are wired a lot, a lot alike. Yeah. And it's and it's but we look nothing alike. We, yeah. You know, I mean, we're just completely different, but we and I we think alike. Yeah. And um, you know, it's it's interesting. I, I'll never forget. I called my wife um, the day before our wedding, and I said, uh, "I said, what are you doing?" And she said, "Well, I'm boot shopping." I was like, "Boot shopping? That's random." And she told me who she was with. Well, he had picked her up and took her shopping mm-hmm. the day before our wedding, as a father would do. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And I would have never known sure. if, if, she, if I wouldn't have called her and asked sure. her. And just stuff like that. So there's these men that have popped up into my life. Yeah. And they have shown me how That's to cool. be a dad. And they've shown me a lot of times from their own mistakes, yeah, you know, man. because they don't have the perfect relationship. That's where all the good stuff comes and from. They're like, hey, man, yeah. you know, I, I really fucked up doing yeah, this. Man. Don't do that, you know. So this guy told me, we're on a path. We're on a spiritual path. It's a dirt road. And we're, we're just walking up this dirt road, and everybody's walking up it, right? And so the guys that came in front of me are way at the top, and the guys that came in front of them are even further. And everybody's following the next guy. You can keep walking. You can turn around and stick your hand out for the guy walking behind you, but at no time are you to stand on the side of the road and wait for the spiritually bankrupt to catch up. You know what I'm saying? Sure, and yeah, absolutely. Harsh, yeah. But you cannot let got to move forward. Those around you bring you down. So if you're yep. surrounding yourself with men that are just just not yep. even trying. They're they're just like, "Fuck it, man. She, yep. My wife is doing this and my wife is doing that." And well, have you thought about maybe, "Ah, oh, man, no, it's you know, it's way past that." Or no. Sure. Then those aren't the guys to be around. If you see guys that you are attracted to what they have, not the stuff, but who right. they are, yeah, yeah. what they have, yeah. you know, the traits. Almost 30 years of marriage and yeah. three kids and and, yeah. and all these things, then you need to chase after those men. And if you're not in their life, but you want to be, you have to chase them. Like you're yeah. trying to date them. Yeah. And so I tell reach them, out to them, man. You know, like, hey, man, can we have lunch? Yeah. And just be that annoying little brother that's like, even though you're a 38 year old man, yeah. hey, man, can we hang out? Because you're always wanting to better yourself because yeah. everything you do is an investment in the man you are, which is an investment in the family that you're building, which is yeah. an investment in the legacy you're leaving. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's an active role. I think, um, you know, there's so many men's groups today, you know, like Order of Man and all these different things and, and uh, your podcast and, and um, 
another great podcast that develops men is Art of Manliness. Art of Manliness with yeah. Brett McKay. That's a great podcast. I enjoy great, that one a lot. Great, great organization, too. And he has a lot of things that he does that are active things, kind of like um, Ryan does with his podcast, uh, Melchner and Order of Man. You know, they've got they've got events that men to go to and, and organizations that men. What, what, what everybody's trying to do, basically, and what you're trying to do is a natural... It's a natural evolution of how we're wired in the first place. And that is, we're not meant to be on our own. Mm-hmm. We're not meant to be an island unto ourselves. We screw up, man. When you're on your own, all by yourself, with no one to lean on and no one to help you, it doesn't mean you're not self-sufficient. It doesn't mean that you're not your own man or whatever you want to call it. I'm still my own man. I'm still self-sufficient. I can still take care of myself. And sometimes I like to go up in the Rockies at 12,000 feet and not have someone next to me. I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, I'm okay with some solitude and those kind of things. But we're really not meant to be that way very long. We need whatever you want to call it, the band of brothers. You know, like um uh like um uh what's what's the statement? Oh uh Oh, I remember what it is. It's it's um Rudyard Kipling's quote from The Jungle Book. And it's uh basically for the strength of the pack is the wolf and the strength of the wolf is the pack. And we're, we're wired that way. We're meant to be together. We're meant to have intimate relationships. And that doesn't mean you're touchy. You know, yeah, you're a very emotional guy, but you're not a touchy. F- I mean, th- there's a difference between being an emotional guy and being emotionally weak or being, um, uh, you know, if you're a male, if you're a male and you interact with other males like a female, there's a problem there. And if you interact with females like a female, there's a problem there. We are not wired the same. And that does not mean that one is better than the other. A man thinks about things differently than a woman does. And a woman thinks about differently than a man does. And that's okay that we're different. The strength in our value in relationships is that we are different. And we combine those differences into something that's workable. If we're both the same always, that's not workable. Eventually that just doesn't work. And so... I think the key there is, is that men need to be with other men, man. And we need to be with other men that are sharpening us. And that's, that's uh, painful sometimes. But, um, I can think about most of the guys in my life that I kind of do something with on a regular basis. They're, they, they've either accomplished something more in life business wise. Mm -hmm. They're, they're, they're more mature spiritually. They, um, they, uh, they have done something more physically or in their fitness or in their physical lives. Um, they have more prowess or anything. Um, they have they have a better financial life. They have a bigger social circle or a more quality social circle. And so I want to be around those kind of men. I have I have to admit I have very few guys in my life that that aren't going to be in my life for a specific purpose. It's just now they may be in my life because I am I am trying to act as a mentor or I'm trying to impart whatever I can to them in the things that I've learned because they've asked to be or something like that. And that's a different role. But when you're talking about your close knit social circle of guys that I'm going to listen to and share with and grow ideas with, then, um, they're going to be guys that are, that are quality, quality guys. They got to swing the bat a certain way as Corey, Corey Proctor would say. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's what you're looking for in your life is those kind of men. And, and that sometimes is very difficult too, because then you, you end up kind of having to pair some relationships out. Some people that are caustic or toxic relationships in your life and that are really guys that you really like, but they just plain and simple. They just, they're not, they're not going anywhere. Well, I mean, you know, and do they add or do they take? Exactly. Exactly. And if it's yeah. not, if it's not 
if every time I called you and, and, yep. took, and took and yep. asked and borrowed yep. and did this and yep. blah, 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 and, you know, never tried to bring value. Right, right. And your value does not have to match their value. Right. No, no, yeah. it's not a, it's, it's, no. it's, it's not a, like, you know, um, you have to meet a certain standard. So I took you out to dinner last time. You need to take me out to dinner. Like that. it's not, it's not that kind of deal. Yeah. I did this for you. You did that to me. Tit for tat. Yeah. No, I, I think it's just about relationships. I think it's just about iron sharpens iron because you never know. There might be a guy that you want to be like, Yep. and you're like, man, I, that guy, I don't care about the stuff he has. He just looks like he really loves and takes care of and cherishes the stuff he has. Yeah. I want to see how he earned it. Yep. I want to see how he got to where he was just happy with what he had. Yep. I want to see how he's just so cool. Yeah. And you might get up there and find out that he's a total dick, but you never know. Or you might get up there and find out that he is the coolest guy that you ever could have met. Yep. And you look at him and like, I'm a schmuck. What could I give this guy yeah. that would make him want to hang out with you? Well, it might be he just needs somebody to mentor. Exactly. And the barter you're making with him without even knowing it's a barter in the human relationship side is that he has the opportunity to impact your life and give to you. And that fills a need in his life, too. And he didn't even know it. No. And he's like, you know, that's grace and mercy all over, though, man. It's just it's just when you give to someone else, you think you're helping them. And in return, you get so much more back. Yeah. You know, you just it's just the way it works. And it's not about like, um, you having to match it. Right. No, no. It just, no. It, it just, it just value it as yep. much as, you know, bring value to the relationship. Yep. And that's with every relationship. You don't yeah. have to be as good as everybody else. It right. doesn't matter. Right. So when you start thinking, I'm not as good as him or I'm, and one thing I love Corey said on the, on his, on his podcast was, uh, Corey Proctor, he yeah. said, the best way to kill something good is to compare it to something else. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, dude, he said that. And I comparison was like, oh, is, oh, damn. Yeah, comparison's hard, man. In Don't your relationship your insides or, to their yeah, outsides. Exactly. And I, and I think the other thing is, is that you kind of look at, um, you know, we we, we kind of think about these relationships and we, and we, and we think about everybody kind of wants to reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. They want to be the man. They want to change. I get it. The smart guy, and I'm not the smart guy most of the time, but the intelligent guy, the smart guy, the, the, the guy with wisdom is the one who says, it looks at the lives of men around him that have traits that he wants to develop mm-hmm. and he learns from their mistakes. Now, I had to figure out a lot of things on my own and so have my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and some of that was my own pride. I'm going to do it my own way. What we've always said about our girls is is that we, we've kind of told them the way that we think they should do something like when they've gotten older. And then at some point we have to step back and let them figure that out. And not too long ago, my oldest, she came to me and she's like, dad, I think I need to be doing this, this, and this. And not a year earlier, I made that exact same statement to her and she wouldn't accept it. And now she's figured it out. And what she's come to is exactly what I told her she should do. And it's not because I know everything. It's because I've been there and done that. And this is what worked. This is what didn't work. It works. And now she's figured it out. And she thinks she's doing it on her own. I don't care where she thinks it came from. As long as she's doing it. She's doing it. But she had to figure it out on her own. There are some times and things in our lives that we have to do it that way. Our kids have to do it that way in our relationships, whatever. But the really smart guy looks at the guys around him and says, oh, I see. That's, oh, I see that. But we got to let our pride down. We gotta be willing to learn, man. We gotta be willing to learn some stuff from guys and and put ourselves out there and you know, not figure it out 
all the stuff. You know, I learned some valuable lessons along the way, and um, you just gotta you got you gotta put yourself out there, man. And with your kid, um, that's a great opportunity to not be an asshole and not say, "I told you." I didn't say anything. You just said, baby, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I, I said. Megan, that's a great idea. Remember when I told you this a year ago? Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. yeah. Well, you don't. So you're yeah. shaming her. You're embarrassing her. Yeah. And you're taking the wind out of her sails. And what does that accomplish? It, it doesn't matter. It All it does is it squishes her down and it, it falsely yep. inflates your ego. So you're pushing yourself above your child. And what kind of asshole does that? Well, she's intelligent enough to remember where the information came from. You know what to remind her? Right. But it, but it was great to go back to Michelle go back. You know, Missy, and, and talk to her and say, "You remember that thing we were talking about?" And here she's like, "I know, I know." And like, well, you know, look, look, she figured it out. <laughs> we laugh about that stuff. We don't suck as parents. Yeah, we we laugh so much about that kind of stuff. But we've learned too that at some point you kind of have to let your kids. They don't want. Um, they're independent enough that you cannot be an authoritarian anymore, like we talked about. You're authoritative. At some point, you even kind of step back from that a little bit, too. But they got to figure it out on their own. And um, my buddy, Steve, you know, Lawson, Dr. Lawson, he said, um, you, you, at, at some point in their lives, you have to make a decision. I can be right, and I can think that I'm winning the war or the battle, okay? And it'll suffer the relationship. In other words, who do you want her to run to? When it hits the fan, who do you want her to run to? So sometimes there's sometimes there's times when we hold back and we maybe don't push a point because we don't want to create a wound in them or we don't want to hurt their their spirit or crush their will. Sure, we want we want them we want them to to yield mm -hmm. to whatever authority or whatever, but we don't want to crush their spirit. And at some point, you know, Steve was great. In one instance, we had with one of our daughters, he was like, hey. You know, let me just tell you, Darren, my experience has been this. He was a pastor for 20-some-odd years, too, and he raised three girls, uh, very similar ages to ours, and he was kind of like, hey, here's the deal, dude. Think about it this way. When stuff gets really bad, she knows what you think. She knows that she's doing something wrong. She knows that you don't approve of it, and she knows values-wise that that doesn't fit Deaton values. So intellectually, she gets it. She just hadn't embraced it emotionally yet and made the right decision yet. So, Darren, here's the deal. When it goes wrong, because it's going to go wrong, you know it's going to, where do you want her to run? You want her to run in your arms or the arms of another man or, you know, some guy that's a loser or into some addiction or into some other community that will love bomb her and accept her into a warped community. Where do you want her to run? I want her to run back to mommy and daddy. Unconditional Just like love. when she was a kid. That's right. That's right. And she knows where we stand on it. That doesn't mean... The, that love changes. And that's exactly how it worked in several areas of their lives. And so I can say with some certainty when someone comes to me about a situation, hey, here's what worked for us. You have to figure out what you're going to do. But you know what? I learned this from another guy. That's I learned this from another guy. I didn't have to figure out this on my own. I learned this from Steve. And I can take what Steve taught me and apply it. And if it works now, I can say with some certainty, you know what? In some instances in life, this is an effective way to deal with this. Hey, I don't have to be the guy with all the good info. <laughs> and it's, and it's field experience. Oh yeah. With yeah. some data. Yeah. Because absolutely. it's real life data. Yeah. It's, it's what works. And he didn't just come up with it. No, he figured out it works. And somebody told <laughs> yeah. him like, yeah. Hey buddy, keep your mouth <laughs> yeah, shut. Yeah, exactly. I used to hear, uh, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be happy? Oh yeah. And, and, I've, man. That's real. I, sometimes I want to be right. Sometimes I want to be right. I want to be both. Screw everybody else. I want to be right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, sometimes I think being right is being happy. 
and then you feel like a jerk afterwards. And, um, yeah, man, that's, that's not a good place to be. So, you know, you figure out, Oh, well I was right, but now everybody around else around me thinks I'm, thinks I'm a jerk, you know, cause I, cause I did it that way. So, yeah. Yeah, man, I've learned a lot of life lessons. What, um, you know, you raised, or so you've raised three women. Um, their mom raised them, but I was along for the ride. You were there to tell them, not tell them that you told you so, or <laughs> yeah. told you so. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you've, you've raised three, three girls into women and they're, they're starting to, two of them are spreading their wings mm-hmm. and flying out the nest, so to speak, yep. and, and, and embarking on their journey. And then one is, is warming her wings up. Yep. She's stretching them. Yep. Just, just She's getting not ready. too much, just a little yeah, bit. She's getting ready. Junior in college. You can flap yeah. them, but you just keep yeah. those feet hooked in the yeah. nest. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you've also owned gyms and you've been in the fitness industry and, and so I'm sure you've seen directly um, the result of, of um, what can happen if, if men and women don't, don't grow up with these strong figures in their lives. And so they have to look for outside validation. Sure. They have to display themselves or find some sort of a, a way to uh, create value within themselves or, yeah. or, 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 you know, put themselves up on the, yeah. on the pedestal. Sure. What has been your experience with, with owning a gym? And just particularly, like, let's talk about girls for, for yeah, instance, sure. if you don't mind. No, that's cool. So with owning all the gyms you've seen, and you've owned CrossFit gyms. And yeah. CrossFit gyms. Are, Barbell gyms, CrossFit gyms, yeah. And, you know, there's not a whole lot of clothes right, right. worn. Yeah. And it's, Sports bras and boy shorts. Which is, it's not a terrible thing. No, but, but no. But as long as, why are you doing it? You know, are you doing it because it's hot? Are you doing it? And, you know, it also can just be, you like to take your clothes off because you like to feel sexy. And yeah. you feel sexy right then. And just do it because you just want to do it. Sure. But also, there is the the side of it to where they are seeking a lot of uh, attention, attention, um, validation, male attention, validation. Yep. And how have you noticed that in in your gyms? Just watching these young girls, because I know like uh, uh, they all come to you as a father figure. Yeah, yeah, a, oh yeah. You're the head CrossFit. coach. Yeah, and and when I when I had my CrossFit gym, I had several younger female members that were like in their twenties to thirties ish, and they all called me CrossFit Dad. I mean, that's kind of the role I assumed. I didn't feel like at the time I was old enough or looked old enough to be their dad. Kind of stings the ego a little bit. Yeah, but I was basically the old man, basically. It's flattering, but it's yeah. also like, ah, yeah. fuck. Oh, man, I'm an old guy. But, you know, I was kind of the old man. But, but um, you know, I mean, you see it, it. It's probably something that's been there since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. And human relationships, the way people develop and family units are and everything else. But I mean, a woman who, who doesn't have a strong relationship with her father, she's got to work really hard to have a, to have positive male relationships in her life and not to be seeking a daddy figure in some other guy. If she's seeking into that relationship um, or if she's in a gym and she'll be looking for a certain kind of man to fill whatever void is in her life. Mm-hmm. Now, I know there's a lot of women who might listen to this podcast. Probably not because it's a guy's podcast. But in general, I know there's women that would listen to this podcast and say, well, you're saying that a woman needs that a woman's not whole unless she has a man in her life. Or no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, is that in maturation, as she's growing up, you cannot take away from the hundreds and thousands of articles and medical research data. and data that says that children that are raised in general, I know this is a generality, 
by a mother figure and a father figure, a mother and a father biologically, in a home that those children are more likely to have successful relationships in the future. Okay? It's just, it's the way we are. It's, it's, and it doesn't mean that, that um, a single mom can't raise kids. No, but she, but if she's raising a young man, she better have some male role models in that young man's life because a woman, unless she's wired like a man, unless she's kind of grown up in a man's world herself, a woman doesn't communicate and doesn't articulate and doesn't react the same to situations as a man does. And he needs to learn that. You can't play both roles. That's right. How could you teach him? Right. Now, there's a lot of people, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to just tell you right now, there's a lot of people that highly disagree with this, highly disagree with this. But you got to remember, for, for, for 28, 29 years, I've seen 600 to 900 new patients a year. So that's the amount of new people I've seen throughout the year. And then I've owned three gyms for 10 years, and I've seen thousands of people come through the gyms. And this is what, my, what I've actually observed within individuals. A young woman comes into the gym. She got terrible role models, terrible male role model in her life. A dad that's a loser, absent, overbearing, whatever. You know, there's a lot of different, a lot of different types of um, uh, human behavior that you see with that, with different types of dad behaviors or lack thereof. And she comes in and she's seeking attention from other young men or men. She might seek attention from an older man that's going to be a father figure. She might seek attention to validate her role, and she might use her body to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, she might uh, have so low self-esteem that she would just give herself up to any man that would take her. Mm -hmm. And so she's automatically, she's pre-selecting and predestining her failure in relationships. Why? Because she's going to look for a loser. Because any old guy that walks by who tells her she's special, which could be a loser if she's not careful, which is usually the case, you know, there's not a lot of great guys out there. I'm just going to tell you, you know, is, is going to be that guy. You, you, you want to help your daughter have success in her relationships in the future. You show her the kind of man she needs to look for by being him. Exactly. By being him, opening that door for him, respecting your, her mother, um, show, um, showing her how to love her, um, caring for her, treat her special. Um, show her how a young man should act in relationships. Date your daughter when she gets a little bit older. Take her out on dates. Spend time with her. Um, give her a safe place to always run to, into your arms. You know, all those, all these hundreds of things we could say and things we could think about, about how to parent a, a daughter. Most importantly, if that void doesn't get filled at home, she's going to fill it somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Just like the man, if the young man, if that and I would say this more than anything. And I think psychiatrists and psychologists agree with me on this. I, I think I heard this recently. Um, kids' lives are more affected by the role of the father than they are the role of the mother. Not to say that a strong mother doesn't affect a child's life. But if you remove the father from the home, um, for whatever reason, it it drastically impacts that child's life. Absolutely. Um and I don't know, I mean, there's probably a lot of psychological and a lot of reasons there. That's not my field to study. But but still, I, I just see it in the gyms, you know, in the uh, in the culture we have today. I mean, obviously, modesty is something that's changed. The, the, 
the concept of modesty has changed in the last 25 years. Oh, yeah. From the nuclear family to, or 30, 40 years. From when I was growing up, if you, if you walked into a gym when I was growing up, and a girl was wearing a sports bra and booty shorts, or boy shorts, whatever we call them today, okay? Um, you would think she was in her underwear, in her panties and bra, right? She wouldn't do that in public. It just, you know, that's a bathing suit. And even the bathing suits were more modest back then, you know? Mm -hmm. So modesty has changed in our society, too. The sexuality of our society has changed. And in some ways good, some ways bad. But when a 13-year-old when a girl is in the gym wearing a sports bra, and booty shorts. I guarantee you that 13-year-old boy that's watching her has a difficult time having any self-discipline around her. Mm -mm. You know, it's just hard. It's a fresh piece of meat. Now, it doesn't take away from his responsibility to act like a gentleman. No. He's supposed to act like a gentleman. Which is the responsibility of the men in his life. That's right. And that's he why it's been important taught to have that. the men in his life. He should have been taught that. And... Um, and he should have seen that being emulated in his life. It's much, you know, what it was that, um, uh, what you, what you um, say, I can't hear, but what you do speak so loudly. Mm -hmm. And that's that's kind of that same concept. So, I mean, they've got to see that emulated or, or um, acted out in their life. So, so I think we see that. It, it, I've seen that a lot in gyms, and and um, you also see a lot of relationships that kind of come together in gyms that are caustic relationships where couples are together that really don't need to be together. And, and, um, uh, and, a, and a lot of people that are in gyms, they're focused on the exterior because that's what the gym's for. It's to build yeah. the body. I've, I think about health and fitness different than the average person does because of what we do with 40 fit and what I do with my gyms. Um, my number one goal is to create strength and health first. Yes. Strength and health. And then everything else is a byproduct. And the body will change. The body will look better based on what we think a healthy. And there are some norms there. But but if someone walks in and she's 15, 20, 30, 40 pounds overweight and she's healthy and she's got good blood work and she's strong and she's happy with her body, I'm down with that. Yeah. Doesn't matter to me. She feels good about how she looks. Then that is that it will show in her accountants in her countenance and, and I'll see that. And and that's, that's showing up for that little girl. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Making sure that somebody is there for that yep. little girl to treat yep. her that no matter what she looks like yep. or, or what, what she can, what she's wearing or, or what she, you know, that, that her actions speak louder yeah. and that when she kicks the door into this world, she can walk out there with her head yep. high. And, and her heart full and open yeah. with love and kindness for everyone and and love and kindness for herself. Yeah. And unconditionally, like we talked about, unconditional love. I think raising sons, too, it's, you know, I, I, I won't say it's any, I've never raised a son, but I, I have mentored many young men. And um, I won't say it's any easier to raise a son in today's world, but I think it's it's a little easier probably for a man to raise a son. Um, because we can relate to them, what the son's thinking, because we've been there, done that. But we um, were operating on a whole different kind yeah. of social guidelines. I mean, now Absolutely. you can't say anything yeah. without someone. I mean, this this. Um this 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 crushing of masculinity. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. His horse shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> so if you're crushing masculinity, does that mean that we get to crush any feminism? Right. Well, no, you don't get to show those traits. Right. It's a double edged sword yeah. or so, a double standard. Yeah. So why not? <clears throat> here's an idea. You don't be an asshole, <laughs> and you work on your daddy yeah. issues. Yeah. And and and, <laughs> and as men, we'll continue to show up for those little kids. Right. And right. And we'll treat and and build these children up to yeah. where they treat each other in such a way that you don't have to be 
always ready to uh, beat your drum on how somebody sure. offended you or, or you can't sure. say that or you can't. Well, and I, and I tell you, you know, you know, I would prefer someone having a alternative thought line to my thought line and feel strong about it. Don't shove it down my throat. Or, 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 or a differing opinion, a totally opposite opinion about something, whether it be conservative, liberal, whatever it is, whether it be about sexuality, I would prefer them to have something that they feel very, very strongly in. Just don't try to shove it down my throat. Burn me at the stake over it. That's right. And at the same time, believe in it. Believe in it. I, I would rather not, though, um, be in a society where no one believes in anything. Mm-hmm. Where you can't believe in one thing or another. Because if you believe in this, you're offending this person. If you believe in that, you're offending this person. Well, it's anarchy. Mm-hmm. It's anarchy. It's the demise of our human culture. Sure. To not have some sense of moral compass or value that drives human behavior. Now, th- there are some norms there, too. We want to say that the, the now what's happened is the norms have become so broad that many of what we consider our norms, they're aberrant behavior. They're outside of normal biological behavior. Whether you're religious or not, it really doesn't matter. They're outside of what normal biology dictates. And so, and I'm a scientist too, you know, you know, I have a background, you know, you know, I'm a religious person. I'm not religious in the sense of very legalistic, but you know, I have a faith, but at the same time, a lot of my, a lot of the way I think in life is just pragmatically biological. This works. That doesn't. Okay. End of conversation. Well, no, you can't say that. Yeah, actually I can. Just because if the human stops breathing, they die. You can't say that that doesn't exist. You can deny that it exists until you die. But that's, that's human biology. And, and I think there's a lot of things in life like that. Here's what happens. When we, create, when we start creating some sense of normal boundaries, people have to change their behavior. Humans don't want to do that. Oh, absolutely. And when humans don't want to do something, then they deny that it exists sometimes. So if I walk into here and I, no matter how we treat each other, but yeah. I, I punch you. Yeah, right? that's a problem. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. Right. But but if you're operating to where you, you're not allowed to tell me, don't do that because right. I'm, I'm allowed to do whatever I want because right. that's how I felt. Right. And, right. I, and I believe that I'm allowed to do that. Well, that's, that doesn't well, work. Yeah, yeah. You can do that, but you're going to do that shit somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're not going to do it. You know, it, it's so funny. I've got a doctor friend. This guy's crazy intelligent. I, I always say he's the most interesting man because he really is. He can do anything almost and everything he does, he does well. He's a master at many different uh, things in his life. He's an orthopedic surgeon. And, you know, he, he and I, we talk about faith and we talk about other things and, and he's, he's kind of a deist, um, um, or agnostic or a deist, but, but, um, basically it's interesting. We talk about this and he says, Darren, you don't do this because it doesn't work. Boom. It just doesn't work. If you, if you study man historically over thousands of millennium or even hundreds of years, you find that societies that do that they fall apart or this happens or that happens. And you can see it happen over and over and over and over again. So the reason why we shouldn't war against another nation and try to rape and pillage their women is because it doesn't work. Eventually, if there's anything left in that nation, they're going to come back and they're going to rip us a new one. You know, I mean, it just, I mean, human behavior like that doesn't work. And so, you know, I think there's a lot of things in society today, raising kids, you, know, you talk about like having gyms and having relationships and gyms and all these different things, human culture in 
in, in the workforce, in our social lives, in recreation, whatever it is. Um, we need boundaries. We need stuff like this. Um, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to disagree in the way that you, Ryan, want to raise your daughter. Cool. They can listen to another show. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about right there. That's exactly. the beauty of it. I mean, exactly. I don't. It's, it's free will, free agency. And I think that, you know, we, we've gotten to a point in our society where we want everyone to like us or we feel like we have to, mm. we have to placate to every different special interest group or whatever. And, and I'm not saying that I don't, I'm not saying that, that, that they can't be that way. I'm just saying don't require me to be. No. And we're good. We're good. Don't require me to be, and we're good. And then I can go have my podcast about fitness over 40, and you can go have your podcast about how to be a good dad. And we're doing a hell of a good job at it, I think. <laughs> I think we're doing a great job. Well, brother, so, I can't. Well, one thing I do want to say, you said you were the old man. I am the old man. And I want to clarify, since you're so good at giving compliments, and I yeah. love that game. I always do love when we talk, because you, <laughs> you just like started out, even on the phone, with great compliments, and I just kind of sit back and bask in it. I love it. My wife and I do that. We play the compliment game. Yeah, that's one I, of my gifts. I always let her Exhortation, go man. I love to exhort people. Well, I mean, it's building people up. And, yep. and Tell them special, man. Why Everybody's you, special. Why would you? You know what was so hard for me for the longest time is telling people that I know really even not that well that yeah. I was proud of them. Yeah. Like, and, and it seems weird. And I would get a lot of weird reactions, like from these men. Like, uh, I ran into a guy the other day. And we were standing in line at the grocery store together, and I hadn't seen him. Yeah. He moved. And he came back, and I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? And we're kind of shooting the shit. And, you know, I, I know him kind of. Casually? Very casually. Yeah. And he's like, hey, man, I quit smoking cigarettes. And I was like, dude, I'm proud of you, brother. <laughs> that is awesome, man. That was that was one of the hardest things I ever did. I mean, that's, that shit's not easy. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, yeah, man, I mean, it's just improving one day at a time. And I'm like, Right on. He was seeking for validation. Sure, whatever. And yeah. I, I was happy that I could say I'm proud of you and not feel all awkward Absolutely. and weird yeah. about it. No, that's awesome. So I think that anytime that we can take the opportunity to build anyone up, yeah, anyone, anywhere, anytime, no matter what, my daughter has this amazing light about mm-hmm. her. God, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I love that child. Yeah. And just to watch her shine and yeah, watch all cool. of her beautiful, like, uh, peacock feathers start sure, to come into color, sure. you know, and, and, um, before they were just like, ah, crazy. Yeah. But now it's just, she's starting to learn who she is. But ever since I, she could talk and I could remember she gives compliments to people. Yeah. Random. That's cool. So a girl at a store checking us out, um, you know, someone that we just see casually yeah. walking by, she's like, hi, I really like your earrings or your eyes are really pretty. It's, I yeah. mean, I don't know where she got it, but she's it's done cool. it, and she's so sincere, Good. and it, and it's just that and animals. Yeah. If it's a dog, she's pet. You know what I mean? So she just spreads this love everywhere. Sure. And so I just want to continue to do stuff like that because I see what it does to people. Yeah. And, and any time that we can do that to our children or anyone. Yeah. So what I have to do is I am a cynic and an asshole by nature, and I'm high-strung and usually over-caffeinated. I... <laughs> I just want to like be calmer and kind of, if, yeah, I can, man. if I can get through the day being a kinder, more loving human being, then, then I'm doing it right. Yeah. Um, by being friends with you and sure. being associated with you and being able to have the privilege of calling on you for advice and love yeah. and mentorship and these times that we've spent together and doing this, I get closer to achieving that every day. And for sure. that, my friend, I'm always going to be grateful. 
It's awesome, man. Love you, man. I love you too, buddy. Rock and roll, bro. Hell yeah. All right, we get a fist bump there on the podcast. You can't see. If we had if we have video of this, get some video, man. I'll get some pictures yeah. in a minute, and the pictures yeah. are going to be us acting like we're doing the podcast. Yeah, be in yeah. certain poses. Okay. So I, I got it. Um, where can they find you, man? Well, if you want to follow something fitness oriented, you can go to 40fit.com. And on 40fit.com, we have um, the 40fit radio podcast tab. You can go down, you can listen to all the podcasts. They're all loaded up there. You can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music. You can go to at 40fit radio on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram tag is at D L Deaton, D E A T O N. And then we have a Facebook page, and it's um, 40 Fit Masters Community Group on Facebook. And so, you know, find me at Fort Worth Strength and Conditioning in Keller, Texas, Riata Therapy Specialist for Physical Therapy Practice. If you ever need PT in the Dallas, in the Fort Worth area, Dallas-Fort Worth area, Tarrant County area. But, but yeah, that's where I'm at, man. My email is coach at ftwstrength.com, and that's here at the gym. That's my gym email. And your 40 Fit uh, radio mm-hmm. and your 40 Fit pages, you said I'm not there yet with being 40, but if you are – it doesn't matter how it's old perfect you are. for a guy like you. Well, I mean, if, if anybody's you're kind of beat up yep. or, or whatever, or you've been in CrossFit for a while and you're starting to feel the effects. And, yep. and even if you're just anybody that's on the couch and you're ready to sure. make a change, that whole deal we talked about making a change to be a better man, just do yeah. it right then. You can start tomorrow. Yep. You don't have to convince people. You just show them. This is how I'm going to be. Yeah. The same thing is with fitness and health and diet and whatever you want to do, take hold of your life. Just make that decision. If you're in the DF, well, not even if you're worldwide, you yeah, can find the 40 absolutely. Fit Radio. Yep. And the podcasts are, I find so much benefit from them. My wife Great. has been binge listening ever since <laughs> I cool. told her, hey, he's got his, po- awesome, his episodes Thanks. out. And they cover such, they're so scientific, but they're easy to listen to. Yeah. And it's and it's just a very uh, no bullshit way, no gimmicks. Yeah. It's all free. I mean, yeah. you're not getting anything other than no, being no pro- I'm not selling a program. So check them out. Yep. And fellas, thank you so much for, or, and ladies too, thank you for so much for taking the time to listen to the episode. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at Ryan at Circle of Dads podcast. You can find us on iTunes, please, and we'll be available on Stitcher soon. Please uh, subscribe, leave reviews and feedback, and share with your friends. You do not have to be perfect, but you do have to be present. We chase those kids till the day we die and love runs downhill. I'm Ryan. Thanks for listening. Well, you just got to listen to the second part of the Dr. Darren Deaton episode. I hope that you got from it what I got from it. And, um, and you know, if, if you're into, if you want to get into a, a strength, a strength program, a barbell training program to where you can get stronger and start from anywhere and that it's uh, safe and, and, and focused around, you know, just core movements, reach out to him. If you are interested in um, listening to his podcast, and I would suggest it if you're a man or a woman and, and you're um, maybe closer to 40 and over, you know, he's got sound, solid advice on, on strength, nutrition, training, everything you'd need to know in uh, his guests that he has are, are really interesting. So I, I really enjoy listening to it myself. There's one thing that I did want to add, and I don't even know if I finished this point, but he said something about being an old guy in the CrossFit gyms. I mean, the guy's a beast. He's 50 years old, but if you'll find him on Facebook and check out his, his Facebook page or his Instagram page, I mean, the guy's an animal. He doesn't look like a 50-year-old. He doesn't look like a 40-year-old. I mean, he's in amazing shape. Uh, there's a video somewhere from a couple of 
couple of years ago where he does 20 backflips, just, just standing there like it's nothing. And, um, and just crazy stuff like that. You know I mean? He's, he's just a vibrant, uh, source of energy and love and positivity and, and, and he's just a motivating force in my life. So I hope that you, you were able to, to, to get any of that from the, from the podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please email me, Ryan at circleofdadspodcast.com. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook, both the Circle of Dads Podcast or at Circle of Dads Podcast. And thank you so much for tuning in. Please share with your friends, leave reviews and feedback and email me any questions you have or suggestions because I need them. You do not have to be perfect, but you do have to be present. We chase those kids till the day we die. Love runs downhill. This is Ryan. Thank you so much for tuning in.